0: Welcome to Process the Podcast. This week, I'm delivering a petite episode where I'm sharing how to get out of your own way and create a roadmap for social media video specifically. Before we dive in, I want to pay my respects to the traditional owners of the land in which we recorded on the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and pay my respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to Process the Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Thomas, motion director and founder of production company, Cinematom. I can't wait to bring you into the world of my guests, some of Australia's most prolific creatives working in fashion, media, and design as we unpack their unique creative process. This is a little petite episode about social video, and I'm excited to share my expertise and unpack a pretty unique creative process for social media video with a personal branding gaze and if you get yourself to the end of this episode, there's a downloadable and an opportunity to ask me anything. So let's dive in. Okay, so when it comes to video and growth, you need to be doing a few things to make sure that you're growing. And I just want to preface, my friend Ryan is in the room right now. So while I kind of explain all of this, if at any point I melt into a puddle because I'm embarrassed that I'm recording a podcast with someone in the room, please excuse me. What I want you guys to actually consider right now is that When you're putting yourself out there, when you create content and you're the focus, you have to, for at least a moment, believe that you deserve to take up space in the social media world. And If you don't really have that belief, there's not really much point in you creating video because you're just going to cringe and hate it the entire time. I have tried to make so many reels and jump on the bandwagon of creating social media content, But there was something about my approach and my indecisiveness. I didn't really feel like I had enough value in what I was doing to be heard. So I want you to kind of have a think about that before we actually dive in. And I want you to believe in yourself that you do deserve to take up space because, I mean, why not? Anyway, so moving on, have a think about that. I hope you guys are on a walk or doing something. And I hope that hits home because it's certainly hitting home for me at the moment while I work out my next steps in this space. So first things first, Let's chat about, are you putting the right content on the right platform? TikTok doesn't want to see your highly edited cinematic grand production videos. TikTok wants you to shoot on a phone and edit as fast as possible. If somebody missed something, then they're just going to watch the video twice. Whereas Instagram is candid, but still loves campaigns, usually shot on DSLR footage. It's a higher end style of content. So really make sure that you are putting out, again, the right content to the right platform. Second, something that not a lot of people think about, a tip here that I would love to give you is that your cuts should be quick and your cuts should be on the beat. If you're editing to music, put your cuts, literal cuts of your sequences on the beat and that is where pretty much music videos and content has landed since the beginning of time. It feels natural to us as an audience to digest cuts and to have the picture change On the beat and it's kind of a flow that we mentally and emotionally anticipate if you're not cutting on the beat it could feel disjointed and it can throw off a rhythm making it harder to just like relax and digest the content making it easy and natural to watch and absorb if something feels like jolty and uncomfortable chances are you won't resonate with it and you'll just want to keep swiping The third thing I want to talk about is trying new things. So don't just do one thing in your videos, change it up. Look around at what your competitors are doing or in a similar market, what they're doing, and start to throw it out and see if different things stick for you. Video content is seriously a trial and error game. You've got to have patience and really try a few different things. The fourth thing that I want to talk about is I'm racing through these because I want you guys to just get a short and sharp kind of digest of this by the way. So you can listen to this episode twice if it's too fast. The fourth thing is hashtags. Now hashtags are not dead. Ryan works in social media so he may fight me on this but this is what I understand happens with hashtags now and I'm going to explain it the best way that I know how, imagine you're looking at a screen and you were a robot and you had a picture of muffins in front of you, like freshly baked muffins. You're in a kitchen. It's like a nice aesthetically pleasing kitchen. You've got a tray of six muffins and they look great. So the bot or the algorithm is going to be like, okay, that's food, baking, aesthetically pleasing kitchen and yeah, food baking kind of vibe. What the bot doesn't know is that those muffins are gluten-free, dairy-free, and vegan. And that's where your hashtags come in. Yes, it's to state the obvious, to kind of put the, put whatever stamps you think that you need to, but it's also to help elevate your content into the pockets of your audience that, that the algorithm can't necessarily pick up. So I'm working with a hair salon at the moment, doing some consulting for them. Obviously, they have such beautiful girls that come into that salon. They are getting blow waves. Those girls are tanned and these like they're stunning. And these images and videos are just great looking girls with transitions of hairstyles. What they're not saying is that it's summer blonde. They're in Windsor. They should be looked at for hair in Spo, and that there's all these different facets of what I think people should be looking at your content for that if you looked at it as like an AI kind of robot vibe, it wouldn't pick up. Ryan's not smiling, but he's not. Is it right? Okay, he's nodding. <laughs> That's what I'm doing in content and kind of aware I'm getting all the research from now. I feel like this should become a conversational podcast with Ryan. He's just doing the My lips are sealed. Okay, I got the nod of approval. That's what's going on. Okay, great. We can move on the next part is building out a calendar. And this is kind of my secret sauce. So I'm just going to give it to you because I feel like it. It takes out any guesswork or a voice in your head that's convincing you that you don't know where to start. So there are three parts to this. You need a pen and paper let's go. Part one of three, I want you to write out a glossary of all the types of videos that you've seen online in your feed that you can actually imagine yourself doing. I've created a mini glossary as a downloadable that you can grab at cinematom.com forward slash mini glossary, but I do want you to think about this quite hard. Like what's coming to mind that you've seen, because I know we've done it. If we all have a little inkling in our head, like I could go online, I could start an audience. I could do that. What is it in your head that you've seen that you remember that you think is kind of achievable for you? So if you're doing something else on your phone or whatever, come back to me. I don't want you to leave this episode and just start scrolling. I want you to really think about what stood out to you that you remember and thought I could do that, or I wish I could do that, or that would be good for me, or that one would be good for my business. My personal ones, for example, are daily vlogs showing either a day in the life, a day in the life of my business or like a vlog of a shoot day. Another thing I'm attracted to is to show the BTS of like a behind the scenes shoot as a before. And then when the beat drops on the song, showing the BTS, the BTS changes into showing you what we, like the finished product. So you've got the BTS of us kind of all hanging out on set, doing our thing, beat drops, and then it shows you what the camera saw and what now people are seeing online, graded cinematic campaign footage. I really like the chatty get ready with me, although I'm not sure that it's a fit with my business that would more fit my personal brand. But I want you to try and think of three of them and write them down. Part two, I want you to think of a few things that you could share that's like three things or three ways to do this. What are your knowledge bases that you could share? I could do three must-have pieces in my camera kit, three best apps for video editing, three non-negotiable works, working like things that I do working with clients, three things I look for when I cast a campaign with models. Try to have two to three ideas here that you could execute and you actually think that you have value on. I know that you have some. Try really hard to be your own best friend here you've got some interesting things in your pocket. I know you do. So try and think of two to three of things that you could really share that from your knowledge base of what you do and what you specialize in. Okay. Part three. And finally, the last part of this is trends. I want you to have a look at the trends, usually two camera. I want you to find one that you can join in on, and that you wouldn't just die of cringeness doing it if you showed up doing it. There's one at the moment that it's like with the Megan Trainor song, that one that just dropped. It's like, I am your mother, dun, 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 And it's like people are on screen doing anything. And then they've just put a block of text to like explain their thoughts on something. You can also use that as a trend if you don't really want to like get around lip syncing. Because I know that's kind of a... Very specific way to jump onto the video trends. So now you've got six or seven video ideas. Realistically, I want you to think about when you could film these. I think one per day is probably too ambitious for most people, especially if you kind of want to look really put together and put your best foot forward. That is a lot of effort to G yourself up to do video content creation with you as the center. So how about you get on stories daily and do six or seven videos across a fortnight? If you promise that you'll show up on stories, I will allow you to do one video a week, meaning that this whole thing that you just kind of came up with, the videos that you think that you could do would actually probably take you out to about two months of content, but you have to show up on stories every single day, otherwise you will not be growing that audience. So I want you to get your diary out and plan them. I could batch these and get a few tops and different like hair styles to make it look like it was on New Day to shoot all of these. I would probably play the Rocky theme song and just smash them out, map out time when you can put your phone on airplane mode so that no one disturbs you and edit them too, all in the same hit so that you're not distracted. Also, that leaves less time for the little insecurity monster to come out and tell you that this video thing that you're trying to do is dumb. It's not. It's 2023 and literally the best way for you to connect with the audience. So have a think about when you can actually do these. And if you're going to batch them, how it's going to work for you, figure that part out because that's something I can't tell you how to do. Then you're going to move on to the review phase, the last legs. So once these videos are out into the world. Let's look at them one week on. How did you go? And more so, how did you find doing them? This is probably the more important piece for consistency sake. It's not necessarily about the results of that video because you can get better at executing that style of video. I want you to really think about how you felt doing it. Did you absolutely hate it and you never want to do it again? Because if you did, then just don't do that style of video again. Or was there two or three in there that were really quite fun and you could get better at them and you could see yourself doing them way more? Maybe you want to practice. Did the ones that you liked perform well? Because chances are the ones that did well, it's kind of because you were more comfortable and maybe you had more fun doing it. So take that into account what performed and what you liked and could you bear doing it ever again? And then make a new list. So the next thing we're doing, write out a new list with four types of videos that you liked doing and kind of did okay. This is your video strategy. You're going to find trending sounds and then you're going to pair them with this type of video over and over and over again for the next few months. That's it. I'm not going to deliver you a calendar where you have to do all these really elaborate things that make you super uncomfortable. Video content is about you and it's about you feeling like your best self doing something that is fun for you. So it's going, unfortunately, it's going to be really obvious if you're uncomfortable and you think that you're cringe. (laughs) So you have to do stuff that you actually like. So I want you to go back through those steps. Maybe even do them again if you just kind of did them a little bit easy breezy, didn't really pay attention to what we were doing here. But I want you to really try and focus on what we just went through. And I guarantee you that you will have a lot more clarity around what you're comfortable doing and what you're excited about putting out into the world rather than just being cringy and hating the whole fact that you are pressuring yourself to get on social media video. By the end of a couple of months of doing this, I think that you will probably have learned so much more about this online video world than you thought that you would and you'll be off and running. But if you want to chat about things more in the video space or you want me to help you run your video, I want to hear from you too. So my friend Emily does this thing where you have 20 minutes of her time to ask her anything and I want to try it out. So if you head to Cinematom slash mini glossary, you can grab the glossary or head to slash ask me anything. And ask me anything has little hyphens between the ask me anything. It's in the show notes in case that's confusing. And you can sign up for a little chat with me. And I'm really excited now that I've decided to do this. Because now I get to have all you beautiful listeners to book in so that I get to meet you and I get to chat. It's hard, I think, doing a podcast because you guys are listening to me, but I can't see you. So finally, I can kind of connect the dots. So as always, please hit subscribe to this podcast because it's still about two months of being back and I do need all the love that I can get. Or you can just straight up DM me and tell me if this was helpful. There is a lot more where this came from. I hope you liked it and I will see you next Sunday.